Hey, hello world. Have you ever considered entrepreneurship as a way to potentially achieve financial independence? Do you know where to begin in your entrepreneurial journey? For example, what should you sell? And how do you even know if there's a market for what you are selling? In this free mini course, we are gonna explore the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. My name is Justin Leonard and I'll be your host. This self-paced course is being presented by the Leonard School of Business Innovation, where the focus is on entrepreneurs who don't come from wealth, but have the potential to be great. Now let's explore the topics we are gonna cover. We have four succinct modules, and I heard about those attention spans that some of us have, so I'm keeping things as short as possible. By the end of this free online course, you will learn the following. In module one, we're gonna explore what it means to be a successful business. We're also gonna talk about factors needed to run a successful business, and then reasons one might pursue entrepreneurship. In module two, we're gonna go over important definitions we're gonna talk about the entrepreneurial mindset, and then we're gonna find out, can entrepreneurship be taught, or is it just something you're born with? In module three, we start to get into the important stuff, like where do you start? Is there a book you should read or a course you should take? What do you sell? And then how do you test your idea? And then finally, in module four, we will cover how to fund your business and how to assess your skill as a business owner. Before we begin the course, I'd like to point you to our website, leonardinnovation.com, where you will find additional resources for entrepreneurs, including my 90 day online launch guide, which is going to assist you in getting your business established and not just online. The content is actually beneficial for any business. Also on the website, you can ask me any entrepreneurship question and I'll try to respond within 12 hours. Again, the website is leonardinnovation.com, L-E-O-N-A-R-D-I-N-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N.com. Be sure to check out this valuable resource because it could impact your future. Question, how would you define the ideal business? What does that look like? How do you measure the success of a business? Is it based solely on profit? Is it based on time or how long a business has been in operation? Or is it based on things like social or environmental impact. As you can see, when it comes to business, defining what it means to be successful can be difficult. In its most rudimentary form, the ideal business is one that provides goods and services while generating enough revenue to remain viable. So the question, how do you define the ideal business is going to vary 
drastically between those running traditional companies. So basically the mom and pops versus those backed by venture capital, where the aim is to get to an exit. Now, later we will briefly cover venture capital concepts. Another question, is there a such thing as a bad business? This is similar to my earlier question. How would you define the ideal business? We can assume that if an entrepreneur launches an enterprise that fails within the first year, it was probably a bad business, but was it? What if the idea was good, the product or service good, the customer service good. So I can't say with certainty that there is a such thing as a bad business. Almost anything will work if you can convince people to consume it. For example, do we really need Facebook or ring doorbells? There are many products and services that we never thought would be a hit. Early on, Amazon was trending toward failure, but was able to raise enough venture funds to survive the dot-com bust. Palm Pilot was a great business, but they were unable to adapt and compete with emerging technologies. Sometimes you simply need a little luck in order to be successful. Luck is probably the most overlooked factor because you can't really account for it. If we go back to the Amazon example, the stars only align a little more than a decade ago. They would have still been the mediocre company that they were for about 20 years had several phenomena not taken place. The advent of the lightweight mobile phone due to nanotechnology, the affordability of the mobile phone, access to the internet due to things like cell towers and fiber optics, the elimination and simplification of cell phone roaming and SMS charges, Android preloading phones with the Amazon shopping app, an exponential increase in overall mobile users, Google favoring Amazon in search results. And why does Google favor Amazon in their search results? Well, one of the early Google investors was none other than Amazon's Jeff Bezos. So they are simply returning the favor and giving back to the ones who believed in them from the start. Bottom line, when we look at what it means to be an ideal business, it's not always clear. Sometimes bad business ideas paired with other things like luck or randomness, or maybe even a change in strategy can lead to positive outcomes. Here's a question. Which factors are needed to run a successful business? The answer to this question is going to vary depending on who you talk to, but I want to zero in on three factors which are critical to running a successful business. The first one is agility or the ability to change and adapt to circumstances beyond one's control. What if your supplier goes out of business? Do you have a backup plan? Can you pivot? An entrepreneur with a well thought out contingency plan has the best chance of survival. The second thing you need is strong leadership, meaning the president and its owners must be able to solve problems or they must be able to hire people that can innovate and solve problems. 
they have to delegate. The third factor is demand. There must be a need for whatever you are offering. Reasons to pursue entrepreneurship. A person might choose to become an entrepreneur for a number of reasons, but the most commonly cited reasons include the following financial. In this case, you heard that owning a business can be financially rewarding. And yes, this can be true. Something to prove. Meaning you can do as good or better than what's already out there. So think about maybe a way to do something or a better device, maybe better technology. By the way, inventions and innovation, these assume there is demand and you want to prove that people are willing to buy it. To be your own boss. Again, not a bad idea. This can be for a number of reasons. Maybe you don't like the corporate life or based on your personal circumstances, you may need more freedom. And there are other reasons, but these three will usually sum up most of why people choose to pursue entrepreneurship. Let's summarize what we learned in module one. We talked about what it means to be an ideal business. We learned that there was no clear definition of what a successful business looks like. There is no right or wrong answer. In its most rudimentary form, the ideal business is one that provides goods or services while generating enough revenue to remain viable. When it comes to factors which are needed to run a successful business, Again, there is no right or wrong answer, but I believe there are at least three that lead the pack. Business agility. If your initial plan to create a virtual bookstore flops, then you should be able to pivot and creatively utilize your platform to sell other things. Strong leadership. The founders must be able to demonstrate a wide range of proficiencies. If they are weak in certain areas, they should hire rock stars or delegate those tasks to specialists. Demand, whatever you are selling, there has to be a decent amount of customers willing to pay for the thing you are offering. Reasons to pursue entrepreneurship. There are several, but most will either be related to financial, you have something to prove, or you want to be your own boss.